Welcome to Vida I Wish I Knew Then, a safe space where modern Latinas share their healing journeys on how to build confidence and are now breaking barriers. I'm your host, Jess, and this podcast will talk about our cultura and speak on topics we wish we knew before, of course, with a little Spanglish to it. Let's get started. Hi, amigas. I am Jess, your host here in Vida. I wish I knew then. <laughs> Welcome to my first episode ever. I am so happy. I finally got the courage to do what I've been wanting to do these past two years. Yes, my friends. It's been two years in the making, sprinkled with a little self-sabotage, self-doubting, and going through a coaching program, learning all things podcast. Here I am. And I will admit that I almost didn't follow through with this podcast because certain people doubted me, which discouraged me a little. And on top of that, it was such a learning curve because I have no previous experience working with podcasts. But while I was doubting myself, my heart kept tugging at me. And I told myself, this is exactly why you need to do this. How many of us are out there trying to pursue our dreams only to have someone sabotage them. So I want this podcast to be a proof that even if you're scared, you can achieve your goals. And if you're scared, it's a good sign. As long as you believe in yourself, that's all that matters. And even if it makes other people uncomfortable. Aquí estamos, amigas. I just want to say thank you. Thank you to those who helped me through this process. Quiero decirles gracias to those who took the time to answer my questions, jump on a call with me, and let me pick their brain because all of your insights were incredibly very helpful to me and got me a little step closer to, to do exactly this. Also, I want to give a special shout out to my husband who is my graphic designer and help me create some of the writing portions of the podcast description. So thank you to my husband and my oldest son who also helped me make this possible. He put me on all platforms that you're currently listening to me from. And this literally became a family project. I couldn't have made this without them. So thank you. Thank you. And again, I wanted to create a platform where we can discuss a little bit about our vidas, mental health, and self-development. And this podcast, we're going to be talking all things mental health. I'm going to be sharing my own stories. I'm going to be interviewing modern Latinas and providing them with, providing you with tips and advice on how you can take care of your mental health uh, to help you thrive and focus more on pursuing what really makes you happy. Now, I'm not a therapist. I'm going to be telling you everything based on experience. So whether your goal is to be a better person, pursue your dream, open that business, or aim for that career position that you've been thinking of, taking care of your mental health will always have to come first. This means that if you're going to need to be making small changes to your diet to support your mental health or learning how to identify triggers or how to manage stress and anxiety, it could also mean practicing self-love, self-care, and surrounding yourself with positive and supportive people who lift you up. By focusing on our mental health and taking care of ourselves, we can create a strong foundation for pursuing our goals and living the life that we want. We often think 
about everything we can do. We often think about all the bad things that have happened. We often think about where we could be or where we should be, but we're not in the present moment. And let me tell you something that you might already know. Life is beautiful. Life is freaking beautiful. And this is the part that everyone loves to share on social media. We see people who just got a new car. We see people who just bought their new first house, uh, a new baby, a new job, a new everything. All the shiny things is what we see on social media. But life is also freaking chaotic, right? Let's not, I'm not taking away the credit of the good stuff that happens. Yes, let's celebrate those little moments. But also, let's realize that life is not perfect. And it does get freaking chaotic. And that's the part that no one talks about on social media. I know that mental health can be a taboo topic, but it's something that we all need to talk about. Yo sé que en nuestra cultura, there can be a lot of stigma and shame around mental health issues. Esas famosas frases, ¿Cómo que te sientes triste? Mija, mejor ponte a limpiar a ver si no se te quita. Or, la ropa sucia se lava en casa. But the truth is, Everyone experiences struggles with their mental health. At some point in our lives, we're going to go through a dark moment. Cosas en la vida pasan. Otherwise, everyone would be perfect, right? We would all have our perfect lives. And we know that's not true. It's not true for me. And I know that's not true for you. At some point in our lives, there's things that happen that makes us, that throws us off. At one point in your life, you're going to get laid off. You're going to go through a breakup, get disappointed by someone, lose something valuable, experience a loss of a loved one, make a mistake. And it's freaking natural to feel overwhelmed, even to freak out about these experiences. Because ultimately, again, this is what shapes our future. We all have mental health. And it's important to take care of it just like we would with any other part of our physical health. So, amiga... If you're struggling with your mental health or if you're looking to learn more about it, I encourage you to stick around. I think that you'll find this podcast to be a valuable resource. So with that being said, let me start off by introducing myself because we just jumped right in. (laughs) Hola, hola. Once again, my name is Jess. I am a first-gen Latina. I am from SoCal. I was born and raised in LA County. I work full-time as a business advocate. I am the oldest of three daughters, and I was raised by a single mother. In my high school year, I then became a single mother myself. Yes, I had my first baby when I was a senior. Now, I'm married with two children. My oldest is 19. Um, This is a baby that I had in my high school year, and the crazy thing is that His age right now is the age that I was when I first had him, and it feels like it was yesterday. So I was a teen parent in my high school year. However, that didn't stop me. I was the first one in my family to go to college and work in the corporate world. And as this podcast goes on, I will will continue to tell you a little bit more about my life. But let me tell you a little bit about how I got started on this whole mental health awareness journey. I'm going to take you back to 2020. Around this time, I started using Instagram as a digital journal where I share my personal healing experiences. And as you know, during this time, um, we were all 
it was around the pandemic. We were all in a lockdown and I needed some type of outlet. And obviously, like many of us, social media was it for me. Um, I decided to post a video and I say a video because reels were not a thing just yet around 2020. I mean, that's the response that I got after each post and reel that I was sharing. My little corazoncito told me that I had to keep going. And this brings me to the purpose of my podcast. I didn't want the, to limit the source of valuable information that someone could relate to and realize, oh, dang, I'm not the only one who feels this way. Just knowing that there are others who have gone through something similar makes all the difference in the world. People, random strangers were sending me messages saying that they were able to relate to uh, my videos and they were saying thank you. And that meant the world to me. Again, I didn't want to limit the, the valuable information that could be relatable to someone. In fact, I will tell you that I can personally attest to the power of seeing someone's story on a reel or social media because de lo aseguro that that's what sparked my own, my own interest in giving, um, in giving me hope. For so long, I thought that I had to be strong and independent and that I couldn't show any sign of weakness, especially because so many people had already judged me for being a teen mom. Y es por eso que poquito a poquito me estaba ahogando because I wanted to prove these people wrong from the things that they were telling me or lo que me iban a decir. Y a veces eso te pasa por having a baby at 19 years old. Eso te pasa por no making all these mean comments, right? I didn't want any of that. But the truth is, even if I was a teen parent, even if I made mistakes, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to feel sad, angry, scared, or any other emotion that you might be feeling. Anytime you feel like crap, get anxiety, feel depressed, have too much going on, stressed out all the time, or feel doubtful of your purpose, feel doubtful of your talents and skills, let me tell you, that you're not alone in this, even if it feels like no one freaking talks about it. Especially amongst our family. We, friends, we're going to change that. We will be talking about things I wish I knew then. What do you wish you had known when growing up? Or what do you wish you had learned a few months ago, even days ago? Sometimes we go in, uh, like, we go in our lives trying to pursue things. Sometimes you're brand new at pursuing a specific um, journey and you do things the hard way and you're like, dang, I wish someone would have told me. Well, that's the whole purpose, my friend. That is the whole purpose. We're going to be sharing things we wish we knew then. And part of that is taking care of our mental health and allowing us to identify our triggers, be better versions of ourselves and break barriers to perform at what we love to do. Our mental health plays a huge role in molding our persona. And it reminds me of that saying, what you do today is shaping you to tomorrow. Y esta frase me encanta en español también. Lo que haces hoy te está moldeando para mañana. I would love to share my own journey. I will be bringing in amazing guest speakers so they can tell us a little bit about their journeys and what they have learned. Y nomás para emocionarlos un poquito, the lineup is fire. I'm going to be bringing badass women with different backgrounds in different industries, hoping that one of them can relate or many of them can share information that you can relate to. Because I love to say all the time, we all have similar 
challenges within our own journeys. Okay, so going back, uh, telling you a little bit about me. Growing up, I made a lot of mistakes due to the lack of support and mentoring. Let me just make something clear. In no way, shape, or form, I am discrediting all the amazing things my mom did to raise me and my sisters. I couldn't have asked a better mom because she did everything she could for me and my sisters. Mommy, if you're listening, I love you so much. And thank you for all of your sacrifices. I would not be who I am today if it wasn't for you. When I say I had no mentorship, it means that I was seeking guidance beyond my mother's knowledge and experience. As the oldest daughter of a single mom, I was the first in many things in my life. (sighs) Sorry, guys, I'm getting myself together here. (laughs) I was the first one in many things in my life, like going to college. In fact, I believe I was the first one on both sides of my family to go to college. First one in entering the corporate world. The first one to seek for mental help and being so open about it. And even the first one to deal with not so much fun things like paying for college debt. The first grandkid to have a baby. Again, on both sides of my family. I was 19. Navigating corporate America. And the first one to cut cut ties with individuals who were just dragging me down and bringing negativity to my life. Even though they were quote unquote familia. While I love everything about my culture and I feel so, so, so proud to be Mexican-American, there's one thing I do not like about our culture. Why is our family so afraid of us speaking about mental health and mental health wellness? If going to therapy was the best thing I have ever done, I was actually a little bit upset that I was discouraged to seek help sooner. When I started therapy, I started meditating. I started journaling, I started juicing, I started reading more and more about mental health and learning about all the good things that we can do to avoid hitting a crisis. And let me tell you, that changed my life. We shouldn't let these tias chismosas stop us from being the first version of ourselves because friends, (laughs) they need a little therapy too. How can I tell my children to reach for the stars if if I don't walk the talk? This is when I knew that I had to speak about mental health out loud. Let me tell you guys a little bit about research. Research shows that one in five U.S. adults suffer from mental health illness and the second leading cause of death. Let me repeat that one more time. One in five U.S. adults suffer from mental health illness and the second leading cause of death. How many celebrities that we know of have passed away because of mental health issues? And those are just the people that we see on TV. We're not taking into consideration the people that we don't know of the uh, that we don't know of in this world. Friends, we don't have to be therapists to change this world a little. Together, we can normalize talking about mental health and normalize seeking for help. Together, we can make a difference in breaking generational awful traumas. As human beings, we're all products of our ancestors. We all carry some form of trauma because we are products of based on how our parents treated us and our parents are treating us based on how they were treated. And the cycle keeps going and going. Healing from this trauma can definitely be challenging. But speaking from personal experience, I think it's worth, I I think it's a journey worth taking. Although it may seem difficult at first, 
As you navigate through these emotions, the end result can be one of the most beautiful experiences. The healing process can lead to personal growth, self-awareness, and a newfound sense of inner peace. Love yourself, friends, because there's only one you, and we need you to live your purpose and impact our future generations. Healing takes time. The importance is the important part is to start healing. Stay patient and trust the journey. Porque healing will not happen overnight. Funny story, when I started therapy, I was like, all right, we're good. I'm going to be better tomorrow. And that was not the case. Ranking generational curses is not easy. But you have the beautiful thing called freedom. You have a freedom to break yourself away from cycles that do not serve you or your future generations. Amiga, rewrite your own story. Take the necessary steps to address those traumas. If you're considering seeking help for the first time or trying to help a loved one, you may be wondering, okay, just easier said than done. Where do, where do I start and how do I start? I know, amiga. I know it's easier said than done. And here is my advice from personal experience. I have eight recommendations for you. Numero uno, give yourself permission to heal. Don't let guilt or shame prevent you from taking the time that you need to recharge and recover. Remember, you can't pour from an empty cup. Numero dos, connect with your inner child. Connecting with your inner child can be powerful. It's a powerful way to rediscover the joy and playfulness that you may have lost touch with as an adult. Pregúntate estas preguntas. What is your younger self in need of? And what did they love doing? And do it for yourself. One example of how I connected with my inner child was through meditation. So what I did is I visualized my younger self. I identified our needs as a kid. And I was, able, I was able to give myself a comforting hug and let her know that she no longer needed to be scared because we were safe. I shared with her all the wonderful things that had already happened in our lives. Obviously, it was a very emotional experience. And yes, I found myself crying like a baby. But it was such a beautiful and very healing experience. Numero tres. Be mindful of the way that you speak to yourself. If the universe is going to suck in all the stuff that you're putting it out there, amiga, make it something good. So let's make a conscious effort to speak to ourselves with compassion and positivity. So the next time that you catch yourself saying, I wish I could, pause, reframe your language instead the I will find a way to make it happen. Tell yourself how beautiful you are. Tell yourself que ojos tan lindos tienes. Tell yourself how good you look that day. Y vas a ver that your mindset will shift towards determination and ultimately al éxito. Número cuatro. Forgive but not necessarily forget. Amiga, this is for you, not for them. Forgiveness se trata about releasing yourself from burden of anger and bitterness. Holding on to anger and resentimiento towards someone can affect your mental health and your well-being. And forgiving them can help you move forward to find peace with yourself. Sometimes these people don't even know that they're hurting you or maybe, maybe they do, but they go about their life. They live happy and aquí estamos nosotros todos deprimidos because of them. Let it go. Forgive them. Even if they don't ask for permit, even if they don't ask you to forgive them. 
There's many people in my life that I decided to forgive without them asking for forgiveness. And it truly is peaceful. It truly is relieving to not need to hold that anger towards someone that they are living their day by day without keeping you in mind. Numero cinco. Embrace your own mistakes. Amiga, no one is perfect. We all make mistakes from time to time. Pero the key thing here is how we respond to those mistakes. Learn from them and move on. Numero seis. Get professional help. This is like hiring a personal trainer at the gym. You hire a personal trainer to keep you accountable, to show you how to use those funky exercising machines and guide you through routines. Same thing, amigas, when getting professional help with a therapist. A therapist can provide a safe, non-judgmental space uh, to explore your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviors, to curse someone out. Like you could tell them, I talked to this person, he's up, and they won't judge you. <laughs> they won't judge you. They can help you gain a deeper understanding of yourself, identify patterns that may be holding you back, and develop new coping skills. I think that that was one of the things that I um, was able to really appreciate about my therapy, that they showed me in the moment that you start feeling these type of feelings, go away, walk away, or go into your room, meditate. They gave me different ideas or, or different um, strategies on how to cope with my feelings. I think for me, also, aside from having someone to listen to me and validate the feel- my feelings, is that my therapy, my therapist really got to know me. And she knew that um, I was curious about reading. She knew that I was curious about meditating. And she always made great suggestions based on my interests. She gave me book names that I should read. And then she also recommended like different um, meditation stations. And that was pretty cool. I don't think that I would have got that from anyone else. So that just shows the importance of getting professional help. Numero siete. Commit to yourself and your journey. Give yourself priority. I know that we often tend to take care of our children, our husbands, our parents, but you got to give yourself priority. Achieving our goals and aspiration often requires hard work, dedication, and persistence. It means that you may have to step outside of your comfort zone, take risks, make sacrifices in order to create the life that you want. So an example I can give you of the one of the sacrifices that I'm doing is, and not necessarily sacrifice, but it's being able to manage time better. So I knew that I wanted to do this podcast. So one way that I'm committing to myself to this journey in particular is, okay, little guy goes to his grandma on Sundays. So this is going to be the time that I'm going to utilize to record for my podcast. Same thing for mental health. Same thing when you're trying to commit to something that is really bringing you happiness. Numero ocho. Do what makes you happy. Dance, paint, read a book, exercise, savor your morning cafecitos. Engage in these activities because it can provide a sense of fulfillment. It can reduce your stress. And overall, it will help your well-being. You deserve the best version of yourself, amiga. Those are my eight little recommendations for you. It's important to recognize that 
your mental health is a crucial aspect of your overall well-being. And seeking support when needed is a sign of strength. If you do decide to go through this mental health journey, it may be helpful to have an open and honest conversation with your family about your concerns and the importance of putting your mental health first. I remember when I first started therapy, I talked to my husband, my oldest son, my mom, and my sisters about the journey that I was about to start pursuing with therapy. I told them that I would be needing their support at times. Other times I would need them to give me my space. Other times I would need them to just listen to me without saying one word. And other times I would just simply need them to give me a hug. Me acuerdo, this is a memory that I would like to share with you guys in regards to what I just mentioned. Me acuerdo that When I first started therapy, I was extremely emotional. I was in the car with my husband. I think we were going to like a birthday party or something. And while he was driving, a memory was triggered. I don't know if we were listening to the radio. I don't know if I saw something or based on my husband's conversation, a memory was triggered. And I started silently crying. Like I couldn't control these tears because I was trying to avoid crying because my husband was talking, but I couldn't. They were just like rolling down my face. And my husband noticed it in the middle of his conversation. And he chose to all of a sudden stay silent. And he held my hand. (laughs) It was the best support that I could receive at that moment. That's all I needed. All I needed was for him to let me cry and hold my hand. So Amiga, I invite you to have these conversations with your family and friends who you trust. Y te voy a decir una cosa, not everyone will be comfortable. Not everyone will be able to provide you that level of support that you need, and that's okay. The important thing is that you put yourself, your your well-being first, and that's all that matters. Okay, Amiga, this is it. This is my episode, and it has to come to an end. <laughs> Wow, thank you so much. Thank you so much for allowing me to share this journey with you. And I hope that you get to join me. On the next episode, I will share my own experience on how I search for mental health support. And I will give you tips to consider when you see for a therapist. Thank you once again for joining me here at Vida. And I hope that you enjoy this episode. Y que sea the first one of many get-togethers. Stay tuned for the upcoming and exciting I Wish I Knew Then topics. Thank you again for tuning in to Vida I Wish I Knew Then. I appreciate your support and hope to continue providing valuable insights and inspiration. I invite you to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. Your reviews will help this podcast reach more modern Latinas like yourself who are on a mission to break through barriers. Also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Vida underscore with underscore Jess to stay updated on the latest episodes and behind the scenes content. Recuerda, we're all on a journey of growth and self-discovery and we're here to support each other. Las quiero mucho.